On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Osiris. Hey, Osiris listeners. We want to tell you about our friends at Sunset Lake CBD who support this show. Sunset Lake CBD is a Vermont hemp farm crafting affordable CBD products designed to help with sleep and stress without breaking the bank. If you haven't tried CBD before, take it from me, it's a game changer. I use Sunset Lake's tincture every night before I go to bed, helping me get solid, restful sleep. And their gummies are great for daytime. Check out their new Good Vibes gummies, which have just a bit of hemp-derived THC to help you relax and unwind. Sunset Lake CBD crafts products with hemp grown on their family farm and ships them directly to customers. They have tinctures, salves, edibles, coffee, smokables, and even pet products. By the way, their CBD chocolate fudge is awesome. Check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use coupon code TIME for 20% off all products. Sunset Lake CBD, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown. Hey, this is Oteal. If you're liking what you're hearing, head on over to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get your bus pass for an extra episode every week. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of comes a time podcast. That's Oteal right there. And that's Mike right there. And that's you right there listening to us, everyone. Thank you. You're hanging with us today. We're catching up. Pre, uh, you ha- you hitting the road for uh, for tour talk. Pretty soon. Getting Next ready. week, uh, we're taking the kids to some like kids resort. I think it's got a water park thing. And then I head out. Nice. Rehearsal. Like next Thursday, Friday, something in there. <laughs> yeah. Did you used to hit those when you were a kid? Did you have like a park, like a one of those kind of riversides or water park nearby that you would go to? Not really. We uh, we would just go to the pool. You know, we didn't really oh, yeah. do like uh, Six Flags or or water parks. It was more the pool, the bike, the tennis court, just the neighborhood, just yeah ratting around the neighborhood <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah you were a roller skater right i was a skateboarder yeah um skateboards i don't know skateboarding was harder for me than roller skating and ice skating for some reason i mean i remember doing it but i also remember feeling like i was gonna bust my ass a lot more <laughs> on the skateboard yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah, me and me and boards didn't uh, didn't get along. I broke my. Uh, we had a little, we, we had a skate park that uh, near where I grew up called the playground, and it was uh, it was cool. It was like a bunch of half pipes, little half pipes, yeah. and then a, one that was a spine. So it was two six foot pipes that had one that you know met uh, in the middle. that met in the middle, and then a giant vert pipe. And then a little bit of like street area and stuff like that and a pro shop and all of that. And it, it was fun to even just go and watch the yeah. the bigger kids do it, you know, cause I was in like middle school at the time and, uh, 
you know, it was just like hanging pictures from Thrasher magazine on the wall and like the whole, like, you know, skateboarding kind of had that like grateful dead art vibe kind of thing too. Yeah. There'd be all this cool shit. It was like a, like a scene, you know, and graffiti and it was cool. But I, I went to that skate park and, uh, I was trying to ride the, the pipe and I, my foot got caught up and I tried to like get off the board, but my back foot went and I snapped my, um, tibia and fibula the like the two bones in your in your left leg like crack and i just hit the ground down at the bottom of the pipe and i remember somebody came over and was like take your shoe off take your shoe off and they tried to pull my my <sighs> sneaker off and my leg just went like <sighs> even further and it was just boy it was agony and i had a plaster cast up to my uh up to my hip for like a couple months you know and and that was the yeah. end of skateboarding <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> that was it for me. <laughs> it's funny. Like, I don't even remember my friends, like really busting their ass. I remember this, I want to say it was like a red plastic skateboard and I like got to where I could do it. And I was like, nah, something about the roller rink. Well, also, you know, the, um, roller rinks and ice skating rinks are air conditioned. Yes. So Good I was point. like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna hang out in the air conditioning. <laughs> like, yeah, you could be out here sweating your ass off, breaking your leg, but uh, <laughs> you know. I'm in a smelly old warehouse, and it's like 300 degrees, and we're in our pads, and yeah, it was pretty gross. But I went looking for a rink um, a few days ago. We don't. That's the one thing about here I can say that is, I guess, since of, there's so many old people here, but there is no roller skating rink. Really? close by like you got to drive probably 40 miles or something oh. i gotta look at maybe i need to look in fort lauderdale which is not quite that far but uh it's a drag you know everything else is here like close so i found a couple of skate parks but they're like what you said they're half pipes and you know yeah. the things that meet in the middle and all kinds of, and there's little there's nigel's age kids in there ripping yeah killing it <laughs> Killing and they're on some of them are on scooters and they go up and then the scooter flips around and they're like, <laughs> and I'm like scared to do. And there's people doing it on uh rollerblades yep. and uh, skateboards, obviously. And it's just, and so I said, is there like a flat part? They're like, yeah, you could go around the perimeter. And uh, it was just like, it was super hot. And yeah. I didn't want to get run over. <laughs> yeah, really. That is true. Oh, you don't want to get run over. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't want to be in the way either. And not just for myself. Like, I don't want somebody to be like, dude, but you, this is not the place for you. You need to go to a roller rink. Like <laughs> good on you yeah. for being aware that like, you don't want to be that guy. Cause there is always that guy, you know, Yeah, I, know. I don't want to be that guy. And it's, I don't want to be like, that guy either. That's a, that's an important re- uh, grown growing up realization. Huh? Uh, that you're like, I think I'm that guy. I got to get out of here. <laughs> roller, but it's frustrating, man. It's like, uh. yeah, yeah. Roller rinks were like the hot place to have your birthday party oh. when I was a kid. Man, I'm like so ready to go. Like when I put on the skates, like I hear the music in my head, you know, I start going and I'm just like, oh yeah. And it, it's great. Florida's so flat, but you just can't get around pebbles and all the things in the road. It's just not fun skating over that, especially when you remember just those smooth yeah. wooden boards, man. Just like, uh, 
just gliding. It's like a motorcycle, you know? And, uh, it is. So it I is. just, I'm like, okay. So I went driving around cause there's a couple of skate parks. There's one here. There's one I had to drive about 20 minutes to. And I'm just like, man, you know, I have a roller rink here. Like, come on, all these kids. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm going to, I need to look in Fort Lauderdale, maybe West Palm. I don't know. But oh God. I want one close by to go with the kids. Cause Nigel is getting it, man. Is He's, he? Yeah. I remember when I was like. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. 
Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. This probably isn't his thing, you know, and then one day, like he just didn't give up on it. You know, it's uh, it's funny thinking about like we're talking about roller rinks and stuff. And I've been thinking a lot lately about how like memories and senses kind of like play a part. Like the thing I remember the most about our roller rink was the smell. Like I remember walking in, it was a very like dimly lit place and it had like that kind of brown, like that brown padding around the rink and the foam, uh, around the pipes, like the, the, you know, the support <laughs> in case beams, you hit the pipe, yeah. in case you hit the pipe, you know, and then the rink was around it. And there was like that one door, just like a hockey rink that like opened up where you could go out to like the arcade, which was Pac-Man at like that yeah. table that you could sit down and roll the ball and like move the, you know, or like where the, you shoot the aliens like Galaga or whatever it was. And then, foosball. Uh, yeah, foosball. And then like, you know, the, the hoop shooting hoops with the net. And then there was like, dude, like the most uncooked hot dogs probably in the history of (laughs) hot dogs, you know, just like on a stale bun. It it was like a hot dogs and popcorn. Hot dogs. That's what I remember that smell. Cheeseburgers and popcorn. And yeah. And then, you know what they had for ice cream? The dessert that they had was that the most like plain. It was yep, just with the, the hoodie cup, <laughs> half <laughs> vanilla, half chocolate, and that wooden stick, dude. <laughs> uh, easy that, to please. Easy to please, dude. And that was a birthday party. And up in the top left was a DJ, and he would just play like the hits of the day, you know, like Michael Jackson and Paul Abdul and Belle Biv DeVoe. And and see, all that. that's the and thing just, for me was like the dancers, this cat, Keith Martin, man. Oh, God rest his soul. He was the most amazing dancer on the ice. Oh, yeah? Just, and, you know, nobody really did that. Like, ice skating was mostly figure skating, you know? It was yeah. all figure skating. Like, And this was just like funk skating. Wow. You know? Really? And it was like, he was amazing. I wish that I could just plug a... I plug it in my head so you can like <laughs> yeah, see totally. these moves that he was doing. I'm trying to get some of them back on my roller skates because I got roller blades back then. And you could kind of do a lot of the same moves. It's just not, you don't get as much slip and slide as you do on the ice. Yeah, But this yeah. guy was amazing. Like amazing. Huh. I, I know dance well, classical, African, jazz, whatever. Uh, just it was amazing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna do some little shorts when I get my uh, I'm bringing my rollerblades on tour. Nice. I, I got the uh, wrist guards, awesome. everybody. So shut up. 
<laughs> Got the wrist guards. Oh, all the posts. Jess posted me roller skating. Oh, you need to be wearing wrist guards. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, really? Protect yeah, your wrists. But so I'm going to get them because, you know, I am going to post it. I had the you knee just pads. Put two, just put two football helmets. Like, just hold two football yeah. helmets in your hands. So I have a helmet. I got the knee pads. I just didn't have the wrist guards. I was wearing gloves. But I'm not trying to do really crazy stuff. Like, I'm not yeah. going to break my leg, folks. I'm not going to break my wrists. I know how to skate. I just need to get, you know, I'm trying to get back to where I can do my moves, not like go down a hill at a hundred miles an hour, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> you see some of those and it's like, holy shit. It's like the parkour of like roller skating. It's insane. It's insane. You know, what was weird about our place was the toughest kids, like the bullies, like the tough, tough, like <laughs> cigarette smoking at like in eighth grade kids, you know, like, they were the best roller skaters. They were like the really? most eloquent and, and smooth. Like they'd be, I never was able to like, wow, do, really? Uh, yeah. They were like tough out on the street, but once you got them in that rink, it was like, they were, they were like transcendent. <laughs> they just grew, grew up in a rink culture. Rink culture. <laughs> I mean, they just had their like flannels tied around their waist and their like mega death shirts and stuff. And I was just like, these kids are like, like f swan, like they're just flowing, you know, like I was clunky. Like I was, ne I don't know how to ice skate. Never once learned how to ice skate. And I was good at roller skating. If I was just like, I had to think about the turns, you know what I mean? Like when the turns came, my, my legs locked like a puppy in a pool, kind of like I got like very like, I don't know, like, you know what? I'd kind of just like, and what they would, they would be able to kind of like, like turn and now they're backwards and they're yeah, riding backwards. Like, well, you make a circle. Yeah, I tried dude. to teach Nigel that I was like, cause he doesn't know how to stop yet. So I was like, when you're going like this, you put one foot like that and then you just turn in a circle. And so you stop like where you make the circle wherever you want to stop. Yeah. But you can do that same turn and then keep going backwards and do it, you know, but Not it's me. Uh, <laughs> but it's I funny because a lot of I that would. is a lot of the skating is is more like the leaning, which is kind of like skiing and snowboarding, Snow. which you were really into. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess as I got older, I kind of knew again, it was more kind of what not to do than what to do. But when I was a kid, it was just like, go as fast as you can. And I f would forget you had to turn. And then I'm like, thank God or for those stop. brown pads. I would just like, kind of boom, like ram into them. I was like a bowling ball, dude. I was just like this little wreck. I've taken out so many people's legs and so many, I mean, just like, Ruined so many birthday parties for a kid. Like just, oh my God, it was crazy. We had the, you know, when you have ice skates, the, um, the traditional figure skates are like, um, roller skates with four wheels. They have the toe stop. So you put your toe down Yeah, or you could drag this toe behind you, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, when I got hockey skates, cause that you weren't cool unless you had hockey skates, but you had to <laughs> really know how to skate to have those, you know, yeah. cause the only way to stop is to turn to the side and, and like, which would shoot ice up. Yeah, so those cool. guys were always coming up to like, just racing up to people and like, and then just like shooting them with this huge spray of ice, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I never forget when I finally learned to do that. I still got a scar here from when the first time I had, I put my hockey skates on and I was really nervous and I got going. I could skate already, but yeah. I got going 
And then I turned around to put my toes down to stop just like, or I probably was already skating backwards and my feet just went right out from my just Whoop, bam, hit on my chin and uh, it was clean. I could see like white meat under there and there was no blood. Oh wow. It was that clean. It was weird. Yeah. But it went way down uh, and I went home to my mom. And I was like, she was a nurse. Uh, I knew that they stitched people. I was like, I'm not getting stitched. Like she was like, well, Man, that's that's deep. So she just put a butterfly bandaid on it and closed it up, and, um, and I still healed. got the scar from it. Yeah, because wow, I wouldn't let him so sew me. Funny. I have a. <laughs> we have matching scars. I have a scar here too from, uh, but it was from uh, I went over the handlebars of my bike, oh. and I landed on a uh, the the um, bumper. I'm talking like those old metal bumpers like yeah. rusty shitty but like of an old car <laughs> when, I, when i say old i mean what? old 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 like those ones that like you slice a finger off if you like they were like <sighs> razor sharp and i was doing some dumb jump on my bike and that's another thing we like thought we knew how to make ramps <laughs> we didn't know how oh to man make those shit. old ramps <laughs> Thing would just collapse dude. when you went up. <laughs> You're just like that was not just engineered. Grabbing like dumbbells and like old bricks and shit, and just piling it up and putting like a piece of like the shittiest wood, like the most wet, damp from <laughs> behind. Like just, <laughs> so I went up and I went. My front tire hit first, and I went and just flew over the <sighs> handlebars and whack. And it was just, but mine was different. Mine was just all blood, but they did a two, three little stitches. But yeah, I got one there too. That's a, that's, I wonder how many kids have that chin scar because that's a, you know, that's a, it's almost kind of like waiting a, on Nigel because he's such a daredevil. And I'm like, oh, I never had a broken bone to this day. Wow. I've never wow. broken a bone. Oh, I've broken I have so a real many. phobia about like hearing it crack what it looks like broken how it feels but like the whole thing i've totally mm. avoided it while you know motorcycle had motorcycle accident <laughs> you know you but, had an accident on your motorcycle oh yeah yeah really that's where oh, all geez. these scars are for on my leg you know but uh but it just lacerated me i rolled in gravel and i was wearing gear mm. um so it just mm. um yeah, it was, but I'm so worried about Nigel, like, cause he's a million miles an hour. Yeah. And I got to yeah. just be at peace. Like every, most of my friends are like, oh yeah, I broke my wrist when I was a kid doing this crazy or I broke my ankle or <laughs> just like waiting. Like, oh, God, I've broken please. so many bones, dude. But there's something about that million miles an hour. That's so incredible like you can't stop that you got to let that stop itself i think in a way because it's just that There's the, no the rest of our life the rest of our life we're trying to get back to that i am trying to get back to that million miles an hour i remember running to catch a football and not having any idea what the hell was in front it could have been a, a barn it could have been a, a, a tree it could have been a, mo a, a school but like I didn't care. It, I had to catch up to that ball and catch it. And I knocked the wind out of myself so many times and busted myself up. And I, I've broken a bunch of fingers and my wrist oh, and dude, my humerus bone. I broke right here, snapped in half my, my leg, oh my tons of shit, dude. I wow. broke my, I broke my wrist playing football in high school where like I landed on the ground 
And then a kid landed on top of me and my, like my knuckles like touched my, like it went like all the way down back the wrong way. And it just felt like, Oh, this isn't going to be, this isn't going to be back to the way it was, you know? And it's just like, you know, and fingers (laughs) popping, like just hearing that snap. God, dude, my arm, a, a litany. Oh yeah, <laughs> my arm break was the worst one. That was that was brutal because like I tried to get, I was on a mountain and I tried to get up, and it yeah. was like my arm wouldn't like it didn't come through the bone. I mean, it but didn't come through the skin, but yeah. like I I was trying to like I'm like wait a minute something's not working. But you're you want to know what it's you know how you said you were like <laughs> you're nervous about like the sound and the feeling and all that. <sighs> Do I know it was strange? There wasn't a lot of pain. It was almost like this new chemical kind of like, yeah. it was like my, my body made a painkiller. I see that sort with of, fighters a lot. Yeah. It tingled and it went there and it was like, I could almost hear the pain more than I could feel the pain. Hmm. Like I can almost like hear like, like, like something was off. And I also feel like I whacked my head pretty hard when I, when I fell. So it's like, part concussion, part adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I heard the concussion. Cause the fighters, uh, uh, fighters and also <laughs> professional wrestlers, you know, they said, uh, when they did those shows with the screens where there were actual people, they didn't have the adrenaline and mm. they said the bumps hurt like three times more. Oh, I can think about adrenaline just cancels out pain because I I would wonder it's like, wow, this fighter is like sliced open or someone like legit kicked him super hard in the head and he got mad and went forward. And it's like, what Uh, what chemical is that? It's just adrenaline, (laughs) adrenaline, apparently. I think it is. I think it's probably I mean, it has to be. It's got to be that fight or flight or whatever. I mean, I remember kind of hitting looking down, realizing something was wrong. And then like, where am I? Like I'm on a mountain, I'm in the snow. Like I don't have a fucking by myself. And I started to actually like, I threw up and all this other, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, it was not fun. It definitely wasn't, uh, wasn't fun, but yeah. Breaking bones is like, uh, it's definitely a weird feeling for sure. It's uh, I'm hoping to avoid it for this entire <laughs> lifetime. Go Maybe for my it. last life I was like you and I just broke a shitload of them. <laughs> and now I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I mean, I love the the motion thing, mm. but I can I honestly like I get it from biking. Yeah. It's like I, it doesn't have to be quite so fast. Like, yeah, 100 miles an hour on a motorcycle is fun. There's no denying it. Right. But, you know, on my bike, it's the mo- it's the movement and the wind. Like if there's a if we have like a, a little bit of wind that's coming a headwind, then yeah. I kind of get the illusion more and I get it on roller skates like I could do it slower. Yeah. I just want to be like I just want to be in motion like the fish, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is that perfect spot that you find where it's like if I fall, it's going to hurt, but I'm not going to bust my hip. And then there's, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and you can, if you can stay in that speed, I've been trying to do a little bit more like, uh, tr- when I go hiking, I try to do more trail running now mm. where like, if I find a spot that's either uphill or downhill, like I'll just kind of try to sprint it quick with the See, dog. I'd, if I sprint downhill on a trail, I'm always like one 
ankle tweak. He's gonna give away. Yeah, then I'm a. <laughs> like, I know, dude. I know. I but live that's... like an old person, man. I did. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. That's why I hope fans don't worry about me roller skating. It's like, look, man, I'm not trying to do. Believe me, I just want to go back to that. You know, yeah. something about like I I won't ride. Uh, off-road bikes Mountain you know bikes they have trails shit, yeah. yeah for like you know, they have stuff. courses here that are kind of like the the skate parks yeah and i'm like i just no no i just want yeah, well that you could jam cruise. your wrists pretty bad doing that like you Ankle, don't want to do that yeah the sub could hit you know you go over break your neck yeah like you can yeah. die you can hit sure. a tree like i'm not trying to die like i just want to <laughs> get my my groove on and my roller skates back you know <laughs> so be careful on those trails man seriously like yeah yeah remember we did that podcast and you were like yeah it was raining and there was this big you know drop off and i was like yeah i think i'll go down there it was all wet leaves i was like why did you do that <laughs> i slipped and fucking fell two stories yeah totally i remember that really my neck my neck is still messed up from it yeah but hey you gotta try you know what You're i mean like bruce willis and uh unbreakable <laughs> <laughs> except i am breakable <laughs> i'm 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 in the movie breakable you keep coming back bro <laughs> That's so funny. What's up, everybody? This is Mike, and today's show is sponsored by Sunset Lake CBD, a Vermont hemp farm crafting affordable CBD products designed to help with stress and sleep without breaking the bank. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located just outside of one of our favorite places, Burlington, Vermont. For years, Sunset Lake was a dairy farm producing milk for Ben & Jerry's ice cream. We had them on the podcast. In 2019, they diversified and started growing hemp for CBD. And Sunset Lake CBD crafts products with hemp grown on their family farm and ships them directly to the customer, cutting out all the cost associated with getting on the shelves at stores. They have CBD products for every occasion and offer tinctures, salves, edibles, coffee, smokables, and even for that anxious dog of yours, they have pet products. Oh, I need to get some for my dog that's barking all the time. But Mm -hmm. I'll tell you this. I use these. The Sour Bears. So good. They are CBD gummies. I literally, no joke, I take these every night. They help me sleep. And it's almost bedtime. (laughs) Yep. And I still, as I said it before, I'll say it again. You go to a long show, you come home, my 42-year-old ankles are not what they used to be. And I rub that salve all over them and uh, put them up, enjoy a a nice cocktail, and uh, just let it ooze right into those sore bones. And you know what, folks? All you comes a time fans, if you check them out at sunsetlakecbd.com and use promo code TIME, T-I-M-E, you'll get 20% off all products. That's sunsetlakecbd.com. Use promo code TIME, 20% off all products. Sunset Lake CBD, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown. Thank you. Get you some. You know, I wanted to ask you, 
<clears throat> going out on the road again and all that stuff. I was watching this thing about these like uh, for some wor- some wormhole I got into about like these like designer buses. Right. And it was just Ooh. like these cool things that these dudes made, like where like a guy wanted to live off the grid. So he made like he took a utility van and strapped it with solar panels and like turned the yeah. back into like a stage and all this cool shit. And it kind of got me thinking, like if you had, let's say a company approached you and was like, yo, we want to custom build you <laughs> your like tour vehicle, your tour and, bus. And they're going to pay for it. They're paying we for can, it. Yeah. If they're going to pay for it, what would I it, what it. would you have? What would you have other than a roller rink inside of your, <laughs> inside of your tour bus? <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be, um, I'm trying to think, I, I want to find this thing when you're talking about off grid, I'm going to send it to Eric. Uh, cause this is really super cool. Um, my bus, you know, I really don't need a lot. Um, I, I just want, now you got me thinking about the roller rink. I'm like, well, part of that bus could have roller <laughs> skates. Yeah, it could. <laughs> so it's just me. <laughs> yeah. Dude, but, no, uh, no money. Like money's not an option. They have, they want to make you a role, uh, like money, your tour bus. Money is no object. Really. It's, it's super simple. And I've actually been on some, uh, some star coaches like where, you know, it was Winona Judd's bus or something you have. And the only thing I want is I just want to shower in the bus. The thing I hate the most about gigs and this is a good thing for people to know about. And maybe I'm just being a weenie, but whatever. I'm part of Zsa Gabor. I've been doing this shit for 40 years now, you know. Um, Sweated out in the in the van with Colonel even, Bruce. Even on <laughs> Dead & Company, we leave immediately from the stage and get in the... I don't have time to take a shower. Ah. Uh. So I've just got, you know, I'm covered in sweat. It's disgusting, you know? And then, so I, I got to go get in my bunk. I'm like, so, you know, I used to call, we used to call ourselves the wet white gypsies when we were in the peacemakers on the church bus. And you just get wet wipes and you go in the back and you take your clothes off and yeah. you like wet wipe yourself. <sighs> so you're not disgusting. So you could go sleep in the bunk, you know, and I'd have another set of dry clothes or maybe even pajamas, you know, so I just want to shower. That's it. Kreutzman had a shower on his bus one tour and out. And when I found out about it, I was like, dude, can I just come take a shower? <laughs> it's like, sure, man, come on. I was like, ah, and you get in your bunk, nice and fresh, clean, shampooed hair, lathered, rinsed. That's just a way, you know, when you have like an, uh, six hour drive, you know, and you're still the wet white gypsies or you get onto a private plane and I'm sitting on the private plane just stewing in my own sweat, you know, just like, it's not how I pictured it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Like, and well, also- I wonder everybody, you know, that's why Rockstar, you just get drunk. Now you yeah. don't give a shit, you know? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Do a bunch of drugs, get drunk, like, ah, we're still partying, everybody's yeah. stinky, whatever. You just cover that smell with the smell of stale beer. And and, and, and also what people don't realize is, like, if you order food or you, like, a lot of times, like, when you're running off the bus or, or whenever you're running and you get onto the bus, the food is waiting for you, too. So now you're sitting there yeah. stinky on the bus, and then you open up whatever food you ordered, and now your yeah. bus smells like food and 
Yeah, let's eat spaghetti and, and meat sauce at twelve thirty at night. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. It's a great way to lose weight and yeah, feel good. Tiramisu in the, yeah, yeah exactly. feel good when you wake up. That's you know? just so like all that dude. Insanity. Oh, Teal, you would. You, I mean, come on now. Your your bus comes with a shower, okay? So I, I work for this bus building company, and we go, hey, okay, you know what? The yeah. shower, no problem. Dude, uh, yeah, now, that's. Now, Let's talk about the times that you've got, okay, you're on our bus and you're in the long stretch and there's some, like you're sitting on the bus. What, what would you like there to be? Would you like there to be uh, a, a roof that opens and telescopes so you could check out, you know, can you have a little planetarium mm-hmm. in your bus? Like I thought that might be a pretty cool. Well, I would decorate it like really cool with Christmas lights and all that stuff and, you know, hanging flying saucers and little aliens sitting in the corner, you know, just like professional wrestling dolls, like, you know, going along the ledge. Um, A 13 year old's bedroom basically is your bus. But I really, I really would want a little setup where I could just practice. So it would have a little amp about like that size, the red one, just a little 112 cabinet. And then also headphones coming out of it. So if, Jess is asleep or the kids are asleep. And I would want to have a little uh, just area like what you were talking about with the roller skating rink, but just like padded all the way around so the kids could like bounce off the walls, <laughs> literally, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so they could, because on long trips, like the kids will start to go stir crazy and they should be able to go stir crazy and just get it out. And uh, so that would be cool. So maybe just like, like cut off the bunk area and make like a part. Cause if it's just me and Jess and the kids, we only need four bunks, not 12. Right. Right. Yeah. And some area for like the luggage and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All that goes underneath, you know, Mm, right. So, right. and then I would want some, uh, I would want a couple of bikes mounted on the back. Okay. Or I could do four that. bikes mounted on the back so we could ride bikes. And then, um, yeah, just the normal stuff. I mean, I really, it's a shower is really the only thing in the, in the padded cell for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only. <laughs> All right. Maybe That's one wall would be a climbing wall so they could climb. <laughs> like, Nigel used to have. Yeah, yeah, and just like a, a trampoline floor for that bouncy room. You just like dive <laughs> yes, in and just bounce exactly. and stick to the walls and like a but zero you couldn't gravity. Couldn't do that because uh, the uh, the generator would be so loud inside the bus, and then also you would probably get some fumes too. I mean, it is vented outside, but. You wouldn't, yeah, I don't think you could really do the tramp thing. No, probably not. Boy, unless, unless you suspended it somehow, like that would be kind of neat. Like if it was like one of those, you know, those, they ever see those things like you run and bounce and then stick to the walls. Like that'd be pretty neat (laughs) if you had like a sticky wall room in the bus. This is a big bus now. This is, this has gotten to be a pretty giant bus. You know, who's Uh, got the greatest ones, man, I've heard are the, uh, the uh, the car racers. Some of those buses are they're oh, more wow. like trucks, I think, but they're really decked out. Well, because they're pretty much like in them more than their home, I'd imagine, right? I mean, I mean that that's really it. You just got to make it like 
Like Jess would be the one to ask this question to. Cause she's <laughs> like, I'd a like shower. a tub. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I'd like a deep, one of those deep tubs. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like a, a kidney shaped pool. Yeah. And yeah. Well, cause I was thinking about it and I'm like, first I want a float tank. I definitely want a float tank. <laughs> I want like a room, but like one of the room ones, not one of those pods. Like I want to be able to like zero grad, like just get into salt water in the back of the bus and just float the whole ride. Like that's going to be, be the, really heavy. <laughs> it would be a little heavy, but Hey, we've got all the money in the world at this bus company. And then I, I kind of want to do some sort of like, you remember, you know, the pranksters had like that rooftop. Yeah. Like they had like the, 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 I would like to make maybe like a little, uh, I don't know if you can have a fire pit on the roof of a bus, but like, you know, some, some like, uh, uh, like ways to like, if we can make one side of the bus, you could sit in the bus or even like get up and lay down and like look up through telescopes. So when you're driving yeah, through like, yeah. you know, that high country and you're kind of, you know, there's no light yeah. pollution. Just climb just, up there. Yeah. Just zone out and look at the stars. You know what some buses do have that I really want, and I, I don't know if they do it anymore, actually. Actually, I don't think they do it anymore. But I would like to have something that's just like a circle that opens in the top. So when you're smoking weed, it just sucks it out. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that helps, too, for or sure. Or vaping or whatever, just for the kids so the kids aren't around yeah. that. You know, just blow it out and they just... <laughs> <laughs> they used to have this thing. It was like a, a square and you could unlatch and push it up and it would just only open like that much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it would just suck everything out. And the, the yeah, the yeah. pressure that's pulling the air out as you're yeah. ripping down the highway too is a, uh, it's, it's hard to get used to being on a bus sometimes. Like when you're, you know, that front room's kind of like the living room and then you have to go in the back and, but you have to pass the bathroom in order to, I would like to have bunks. multiple, I, one, another thing I would like to have in the, is multiple bathrooms. I would like to yeah. have like one up front, one in the back, at least yeah. two, at least two. I think the star coaches have that. Do they? I think Bill's had that. Um, it'd, be, it'd be nice to can, have. Yeah, you could some, easily do that for sure. Yeah, that's a you piece of cake. That. It's just, you know, the rule. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, no unless you, unless you, uh, uh, you know, I mean, some people like you can poop on the bus. It's just a lot of extra work for the driver yeah, to constantly yeah. go to spots to like, you know, clean it out, get rid of yeah. it the right way. And, and uh, yeah, I mean it's mine mine would be simple. It's just trying to make uh life on the road a little bit more normal, just a little bit more, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm lucky too because I could sleep on a bus really easily. You are lucky. And um I've as soon it happens in planes and cars also, unfortunately, even if I'm driving, <laughs> oh, Jesus. The, the vibration, you know, just like I go out, I rarely am awake for liftoff, for takeoff on a God, plane. God, I'm so I'm jealous. already out. I'm already I'm, gone. And, uh, and I'm also so like the bus, I can get in the bus and it could be two in the afternoon. <clears throat> gone. Out. Yeah, God, and that's I'll be a, that's, down a good two hours. That's a gift, dude. That's a gift. I can get on a plane exhausted, exhausted, 
and I cannot fall asleep. Like I'll go out for really? a minute. Oh. I'll fall asleep, wake up, fall asleep, wake up. And then I just yeah. feel like uncomfortable. Like if my head kind of like I do that, I'm like one of those, yeah. where I'll go like, uh, and then I'm up, you know, and it's, uh, it's uncomfortable. I feel bad for whoever's next to me. You know what I mean? But even like if you flew coach, like, and you're crammed in the back, like, would you be, you're able to just kind of the minute you hear the no, hum. I refuse to fly coach ever again. Back unless when there you would, is though. no. <laughs> back when you oh, would, yeah, though, back when you that's what I had sleep? to do. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that would really be a drag was the middle seat. Ugh. Yeah. That was the that was the drag. If you know you had somebody really really big, mm-hmm. nothing against big people, but you know if you're the guy, it's squinched in the, the middle. middle. Yeah, it's just hard, and I always have to pee, so. So I always try to get an aisle seat, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And when I say, you know, I refuse to fly coach, I hope people realize that I'm paying for that a lot. Like I go, just get me the ticket that I can upgrade to, you know, if, it, if I can use miles to do it fine, but you know, I'll yeah. pay the difference. I don't care. I just fly too much. I've done it for too long. I'm not doing it anymore. If I don't have to, I'll do it if I have to go back to it and I can't afford it anymore. But it's just peace of yeah. mind too, you know. I, I, I yeah, I, I would, it's more room I can lay back for, and just like it's it is easier to go to sleep for oh, sure, a hundred percent. And for it sure. sucks sometimes when you've. I remember I had a flight, uh, a, a it was a cross country New York to L.A. or San Fran. I think it was San Fran, and they said, you know, like it was just I don't know why, but they were like would you like to be upgraded to first class for free? And I was like, hell yeah, I would love it. <laughs> no, nah. I would love it. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I mean, no, I don't, I think I'm good back here. Actually, can you put me in the middle in the back instead? Can I have opposite first class? But, um, dude, once you do that though, it's kind of hard to go back. Yeah. <laughs> try <laughs> I had to go try back flying private. Oh, I have. I have. And it was terrifying, Dude. but I, uh, it's not. Oh my God. Because last year, because of the pandemic, they did it for us just so we wouldn't be in with a cattle call and then coughing the COVID, and sneezing. trying to come to the gig. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So going back now, you know, there's, there's not enough flights. So the cattle call is much worse than it used to be. And it was bad already, but now mm. like, Atlanta, Charlotte, Chicago, Miami, like you can hardly find a place to sit down. It's so packed. It's crazy. Unbelievable, man. And everyone's upset. (laughs) Yeah. And I just, I wish that I hadn't flown private because you literally pull your car up to the plane, get out, get on. (laughs) It's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll stay on the bus if it's an eight hour drive, whatever, because I'm going to spend eight hours, maybe more if they cancel my flight. I'd rather be on the bus where I can hit this vape pen. We could stop, pull over. We stretch could, out. Yeah. yeah, stretch up, like lay down. Me and Jess were talking. I was like, I have to because I'm not flying private. <laughs> <laughs> I want to design a cot that like basically folds up to be like maybe a little bit longer than a yoga bag and you okay. just wear it on your back and you put it out and 
and then you can lay down. You just find a spot because there's no seats. I just flew in and out of Charlotte a bunch for family. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. And we could, you can't even find a place to sit. So you're talking like a portable hammock, like basically something yeah. that like you could, that dude. A that portable is- cot where I can just be and sell them in the airport. Like I don't even have to fly. I could go to Fort Lauderdale airport and Miami <laughs> airport on days shop. off and just set up and lie down. And people will be like, yo, where'd you get that? And just hand out cards. <laughs> like, you know? Dude, I'll come do that with you. It'll be like a snake oil we'll medicine show. Fortune. I'll just walk, I'll just walk by like, hello friend, you look comfortable. And you're like, well, funny, you should ask. And you just, Dude, we just go into the pitch. Dude, I would buy that How many people would come up to me and be like, yo, man, where'd you get that? Well, even just, I mean, like, forget the airport, like hiking, a portable hammock to be I able mean, to like. Gotta I mean, exist already, right? I don't know. I'm going to look, but I know that there's, there's camping hammocks, but you need trees, of course, to tie I mean, it just to. a cot. So it's like, you know, cloth yeah. and oh, poles yeah. that can just fold like the old military cots. I mean, if there, yeah, maybe we're getting super excited about something that does exist, but that's that already exists. Yeah, and we're going to order it on Amazon right now. <laughs> know, be yeah, like, seriously, portable hammock. Yeah. Uh oh, Google. Yeah, guess what, Oteal? Well, does it have no. a frame. See, I need no. a frame. I can't tie it between two poles in the airport. No, it has a frame. Okay, we're in business, bro. But I think, yeah, even you can, can make you text like, me that? you know, uh, <laughs> yes, of course, I'm going to have one before I leave for <laughs> California. <laughs> Dude, you could set that up like during set break and just like, I if just, you needed to, like you could do that yeah. anywhere you want. I would carry well, like, that around. And if the, conversations got too, too heavy, I would just be like, I need a minute. <laughs> and I would just pop it out. You're on the line at Costco. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, at DMV, you're just, I just like wait in line at DMV and be like selling these things. See, I got one of those. I got my little fold up chair, which is, I mean, it's teeny. Yeah. And I do cart that. I take it with me everywhere right now. It's out on the deck. Mm -hmm. Um, well, those are the best. And that, yeah. and the, 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 the um, construction and the durability on those, because even with yeah. camping, like I have a camping chair that's like basically weighs nothing. And it's, yeah, the, so. it's the most comfortable thing, too. It's got like a just enough give that yeah. like, but it's not like super stiff. Like, you know how there's those ones that kind of like the $10 ones with like the, the cup holders that you get to watch the fireworks yeah. or whatever. Like those are, they rip after five sits or whatever. <laughs> this is like a durable, you can like put it up against yeah. a rock or on a trail or, you know, and those are great. Once you find a good one, it's like, it's the most important I mean, I would, thing to have. I would bring that to the airport, but you know, if you're stuck in the airport for six hours, no, I want to lay all the way down. And a lot of times on the road, you know, you've played late. Like this is more O'Teal and friends for talking but you've played late and now you got to get up early for the flight to go to wherever. Yeah. So you're really not sleeping. No. You know, if you stopped no. it at, uh, if you didn't start till midnight, <laughs> what right. time you think you're getting to bed? Right. And then you yeah. got to be up for an early flight. So when you get to the airport, I get breakfast and then I'm there like a dead person. I'm like, I need to lay down right now. Yeah. I could lay on the floor. Sure. But you know, you, I've done that for 40 years. I'm tired of it. <laughs> have you ever seen, have you ever seen the movie terminal with Tom Hanks? Uh, uh-uh. Tom Hanks is a, uh, he, he comes from while he's, 
traveling his country loses its like like gets taken over invaded and taken over and now he doesn't have a country like he's got nowhere so he has to stay in jfk i believe it's jfk and he pretty much has to live in the airport for like an indeterminate amount of time and he it's funny dude he like finds a terminal that's kind of like not being used and like goes to work and like takes the handles off the seats and starts like bringing the like seats together and he creates like a bed for himself and a like he turns a whole like terminal into like his living room and he like starts returning like the carts for the change to go to Burger King to buy food because he was making like ketchup sandwiches and shit like it was just the great it's like living in an airport and it's actually a pretty incredible I, 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 it's, a, it's an easy watch but it's like a it's a it is a crazy premise but it's That's cool if you're in the airport for I mean I've had times where like I've had to like you're like your flight's canceled and we don't book you a hotel. So like, good yeah. luck. And then you're I just mean, like, you're just, all right. So now I just stand here for 12 hours. Like what I the gotta fuck? lay like, down then, you know, no, I'm with I you. Gotta lay down. I'm with you. I just, it's such well, a travel hammock. It is. We'll put one of those in your special yeah. bus. We, I, I promise we'll, uh, <laughs> when we build you that special bus and you'll have two showers and a little roller rink and a padded room. <laughs> I want a padded room. I don't know. I think there should be a kid's padded room and an adult padded room. Well, I'm hoping it can double because I want to <laughs> stick myself up on the wall too. Yes. I might be a little too heavy for it, but hey. No, you'll make it work, dude. Because I'm going to be in there with them. We're yeah. going to be mixing it up. It's going to get crazy. Yeah. So maybe I'll just throw them up and stick them on the wall. <laughs> and, and, the like, back, again. and the back is feeling good, huh? For this, you're, you're feeling, oh, yeah, feeling nice and strong. DDP did it. Diamond cutter, baby. Hulk it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm so ready for this tour, man. My back is so much better from doing the yoga and isometrics. And my base weighs almost half what my other one did. Damn. So I'm good. And it sounds like unbelievable. So I'm going to have, I'm going to be feeling good. My base is going to feel like half of it disappeared, but it sounds three times fatter. Mm. It's going to be a fun tour, Jack, for Timmy (laughs) Willie. I can't wait. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll see everybody out there on the road and uh, thank you guys for listening and head over to Patreon. If you want to hear more, we'll be over there uh, chatting it up a little bit further. So uh, Oteil, love you. Have fun on tour and uh, we'll be cheering you on. Where are you playing next? Uh, New York, New York city. Um, uh, I'll be back and forth there. I'm going to be in uh, at Fort Collins comedy club coming up in. Thanks. I think September. I'm in Virginia. I got a couple couple gigs coming up. Uh, it's all on my website. So uh, yeah, and Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom and Foxwoods, a couple of places. So hopefully, I'll be allowed to come see you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll you're see more than welcome. Or, yeah, I know, right? We'll be swabbing up before we uh, tell jokes. So be safe out there, everyone. See you soon. Osiris. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? 
Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.